0: Brother, first of all, thank you for doing this. F- finding a little time and you crazy fit the schedule, you know? Uh no worry. I'm always open and happy to to talk about this sport. It's uh it's a pretty cool sport, you know, throwing, throwing down on the competition floor with all the different implements. How did you uh, how did you get into the CrossFit scene?
1: Um, you know, I found CrossFit when I was training in the in commercial gym with my friend. Uh, we were doing just uh, bodybuilding stuff. And two years after doing this, uh, we got bored. And my friend found out uh, the film on the YouTube from the CrossFit Games. He showed this to me and he said, mm, you, you might like this one. And it was the movie when the Ritronic did some, you know, crazy events at the CrossFit Games. I saw this one. What the fuck? I want to do this and I want to look like these guys. So I tried my first workout and it was, you know, amazing feeling that I just worked Worked out ten minutes and I, you know, almost pass out. And I and I, I talk to myself that this is what I want to do right now. And I skipped the, you know, the bodybuilding stuff. And all I wanted to do was CrossFit. So just training, learning about this because it was when I found out CrossFit. It was in 2012. Mm. So we didn't have any CrossFit gym in my city. So every any and coach. So it was a time when I was learning on myself and, you
0: know, trying on my own to get better and better. Did you do uh, anything before bodybuilding? Did you play any sports or anything like that?
1: No, nothing at all. And I always, uh, you know, was a, a active kid. So I play sports, but on physical education classes in the school. Mm-hmm. And nothing fancy um, I also maybe because of that I'm a little bit stronger than other guys because uh, since young kid I was working on my parents' farm because mm. uh, my parents are farmers. so uh, you know since eight, ten years old, I just you know moving things around, just uh, taking this and that uh, lifting some heavy things uh, so this might you know help me to get a little bit stronger
0: mm. yeah it's really interesting and with um with the manual labor in a, in a young age kind of growing up lifting and shifting hay bales at the end of the day and digging holes it's it's uh it's really interesting to see how the development of an athlete occurs from that you know just from blue collar just as we would normally do back in the day of just working you know but if you if you grow up on a on a farm or you grow up in a factories or you grow up with with this is just kind of the way it is you just lift and shift some stuff and yeah uh, um essentially you you develop into the stronger athlete and it's 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 quite interesting you know because we have that that misconception of kids can't lift weights right because it's going to stunt their growth i was like well kids have been lifting weights forever it's just been called work rather than working out
1: yeah exactly
0: there's a lot of people in the
1: world that you know have no idea uh, about these concerns about um, kids' weights and things like that. People are just putting the work since young years and mm. they are healthy, strong and live their life. So, mm. yeah, a lot of things about this. In my
0: personal view, I think it's better to get in, into the gym that way, you know, like you are training outside of the gym first. You know, you're training with yeah. these weird implements like a, a sandbag or you know, like a, a bag of cement or a, a shovel and you're kind of digging holes or chopping logs or something. I think that's a better way of getting into fitness rather than like, oh, no, no, it's all about the scores on the whiteboard, the competition, you know, your 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 output objectively. It's like, no, just just do some work, you know, just help your family, do some work, help your friends, have a good time. And then if you wanted to take it a little bit more serious when, when you get older, then you can do
1: exactly i totally agree with you Mm.
0: i first um i first came on to yourself because of a crazy kettlebell workout you were doing and i can't remember what it was but i was like holy shit like this is this is kind of cool i think it was like some 232s just kind of throwing them around like they were butter and uh i was wondering like is that something that you implement on your training a lot of the time with the kettlebells
1: I know Maybe at the beginning, yes, because uh, in 2012, uh, beside the CrossFit, I also practiced a lot the kettlebell. Uh, I was a big fan of hardstyle training uh, by Pavel Tsatsouline so the strong first uh, things. Uh, I practiced that, and maybe because of, uh, you know, I got, I, I have the range. Strengths so of all the tools, 32 kilograms is not a uh, let's say super heavy for me because I also 100 kilogram guy. So, comparison to my body weight, it's not that as much big. But, uh, uh, but yeah, when I work on my mobility, maybe mostly because of the kettlebells, because uh, some of the movements uh, require a big range of motion, uh, plus my strength, and it came to really cool workouts. Mm. And when I to, you know putting them on the instagram on the youtube i noticed that it is it looks it is hard for other people because uh, i got a lot of messages and comments that oh shit this is crazy this is heavy and for me it was you know just natural thing
0: just just live this crazy yeah we used to um, host a lot of strength first seminars in in the gym i used to coach at back home and and it's awesome like i think it's uh such a cool way of of training you know just you and that kettlebell swinging that bad boy around it is savage you know it can really put yeah, you in a in a hole right and you talk about getting strong you will get fucking strong
1: with that kettlebell oh yeah this is the perfect methodology of training for the beginners mm. to gain some because it's simple easy easy you know to understand and effective mm. this is a really cool thing to to to, to train
0: yeah and talk about awareness of your of your body as well right like with a barbell sometimes you can uh, get around certain things you know you can lift it a little bit sloppy you know but with a kettlebell you add momentum in there it's it's swinging around the place you're not lifting that if if your technique is sloppy right so i found that that everyday athletes you know gpp somebody walks off the street their body awareness just goes through the roof and it gets massively jacked up if you just give them a kettlebell, you know, and it's 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 really, really cool to see like people being able to actually interact with the world with this body, you know, rather than kind of bumping into things and being a little clunky. Mm-hmm. Nice. So what's next with training, dude?
1: Uh, what's next with my training? Yeah. I'm just, you know, focusing on training hard for the semifinal. Semifinal in Europe, we have uh, first weekend of June. So, all things I'm doing right now is training for this weekend to be able to qualify. Because after the quarterfinals, I let's say, you know, we, there are 60 people going to the semifinal. Mm. And after the quarters, I finish on 11th place. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's Could you try pretty me? good. and as we said previously, 11 guys from the Europe will go to the game. So you know, I have in mind that I'm able to finish 11 or higher in this pack of athletes. So this motivates me you know to push even harder in my training to to be prepared as good as I can for this competition. So right now, Main focus is on the semi-finals
0: First week of June, you say, right? So that's what four, or five weeks away. Sorry, I'm yeah. still not sure about well, that. <laughs> sorry, my city is. Talking
1: to me. To, yeah, city wants, <laughs> yeah, wants to be. Yeah, city wants. City yeah Yes, just see wants
0: to join. Uh, <laughs> yeah, few weeks, few weeks left. Crazy. How many um? How many events is going to be in the semis?
1: Uh, we have, um, we don't know yet. Um, I don't know yet. Uh, I didn't get this information yet, but I know that we will uh, compete on three days. Mm-hmm. Uh, event is uh, four days. It starts on th- Thursday, but in one of emails, we got the information that the competition will take place from Friday. So three days of competing. Probably there will be uh, two events per day, like it was uh, used to on uh, uh, regionals. Mm. Uh, some years ago, so I believe it will be six events for us. That's a
0: lot of working out over three days, man.
1: Yeah, and a lot, but not a super lot. Mm. There are competitions, uh, you know, there was a competition in 2017. I competed in Dubai and during four days we did 15 workouts. So, yeah, it was a crazy volume. And for the uh, events like regionals uh, and semifinals, when we have two events per day, it's perfect uh, amount of work to test if this guy is really, guys, the athletes are really fit to be able to qualify. Because we can, you can test everything you want, you need, mm. and the athletes are, you know, properly test, but not
0: smashed by, by, by this weekend. Yeah, the smashing comes when they go to the games, right? when. When yeah. A billion, a billion events. Sometimes you get a marathon, and that's just absolutely bizarre. But that's the pinnacle of the sport at the end of the day, and that's that's what's needed. Yeah, exactly. This is the main test, so it
1: can be you know as hard as uh, it could be. Uh, the guys who could imagine the, the directors of the games, but the qualification qualifications uh, pieces like semi final should be you know. The testing uh, focus on the testing, not uh, you know the, uh, the general performance, not only the uh, let's say uh, I'm using the word, but I'm having in my mind that pain. You know how 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 we can manage the pain after the first uh, smashing event uh, and so on. So so yeah, I hope it will be good test for everyone Mm. here's a question why do you do what you do why i'm doing this Mm. um because uh, since a few years it uh, became uh, let's say the biggest part of my life uh, because uh, i am running a gym a crossfit gym right now in my city so i coach uh, regular athletes mainly. I have some athletes who want to be, you know, uh, competed in the sport of CrossFit as well. Uh, I compete since 2014. So seven, it's 14, 14, six, almost nine years. Nine, yeah. You know, it's a big part of my life. Uh, right now and I still want more Mm. I don't know what it is in this sport but uh, training this and the sport the crossfit you just can't stop you you know you just can't stop thinking about the competing because if you uh, provide a, a good life to your body because you sleep well, eat well, take care of yourself uh, and you stay healthy each year, even if you, let's say, no, not train on the highest possible level, you're getting better, better and better in this. So you won't try again and again and again uh, because, you know, for myself, for, from my perspective, uh. I compare myself only to myself in CrossFit. So each year, each season for me is a benchmark. So if I'm able to still beat this benchmark since like from last year, I am trying to do this. And I believe I will try to do this again and again and again.
0: That's a really cool philosophy. And I like that a lot. You know, people get really... Uh, mixed up in the competition side and they, and they look around at different athletes, right? And it's like, no, 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 It's it, there's a mirror in front of you and it's just you from last year, you know? And that's all you're trying to do is just one-up yourself, one-up yourself continuously over and over again. And then you look back after those nine years and you're a completely so exactly. different person, right? Yeah, when I compare myself uh, to the guy
1: from 10 years ago when I, you know, start CrossFit, I'm a totally different person. Mm. I learn a lot about myself about the sport about the uh, competing about the importance of you know different things and what is actually important in in my life Mm. so so yeah it's really cool adventure
0: yeah what I found about about CrossFit right is I mean you hear it said all the time even executed poorly it still works right so if we if we look at a, uh, an everyday athlete, right? We, we pull someone off the street that hasn't really done any fitness before. You're like, cool. It's like, you're going to do this thing, you know, constantly very functional movement conducted at high intensity, relative intensity, you know, mm-hmm. three times a week. And you're going to do this for five years, right? And you're going to give them a high five and cool. You got pretty good coaching. We're trying to strip down and make you move better. And you just do that for five years, three times a week. Nothing crazy. You are mm-hmm. going to get better. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's, it's mental. You know, if you put somebody in a in a gym environment, a commercial gym environment and said, OK, I'm going to give you the program, Right. So you don't have to worry about that. I'm going to give you the program three times a week, five years. Are they going to get better? Well, most of the time you would you would hope so. But it, it's got this yeah. beautiful effect on people. Right. Where. I don't know whether it's. The movements. I don't know whether it's the community. I don't know whether it's the coach. I don't know whether it's it's all of those combined. But people just break through those physical and mental barriers, right? Like how yesterday was a great example of in our gym here in Auckland was they got some got some athletes jumping over onto the bar and doing like a box bar muscle up, right? Just for the mental barrier mm-hmm. of like chucking yourself over that bar is a really Crazy thing to do for a lot of people, right? You're a little bit higher up from the ground than uh, than you would be walking, and you just see people smash through those mental barriers, and it 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 is so so cool to watch. It's a privilege.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think the CrossFit is really successful on many aspects, many ways, and this is the mix of everything, everything, Mm -hmm. the people, the methodology. Uh the this the place, uh so that the gym, that the people inside the gym, the community is it, it's amazing in this sport. It's really something different and special. Yeah,
0: it definitely is special. Here's another question. What is the biggest thing uh, that coaching has taught you? Uh, what is the biggest
1: thing in coaching that coaching has taught you? Uh I, I don't know if I
0: get you good That's on okay. this question. Yeah. So because... what, what what has coaching taught you as a as a person? Hmm.
1: Was a co- what what coaching gives me as a person? To, yeah.
0: Uh, so me 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 as a coach. You are yeah, talking the... about. Or the other way around right so us as, us as coaches we've got to we've got to teach other people right we've got to educate them become better better people at the end of the day yes. so what has by doing that what is the people in front of you taught you mm. hmm
1: I I don't think I got this question, sorry, because I don't know if this is because of the connection, because I, I don't barely understand one of the words from this question. Maybe my my English is not so good enough. No,
0: brother, don't so worry about it.
1: I'm, I am understanding this, uh, like, what uh, coaching means to me, uh, what yeah, I'm yeah, giving yeah. for other people, uh, you know, for me, I, I'm trying to be a good example to the people who come to my gym and want to learn from, from me or from other coaches from my gym. And the more important thing I'm trying to you know, uh, implement to the life of uh, these people is to just uh, the awareness of the importance of showing up, yeah. of showing up uh, uh, almost as often as they can because uh, being around this uh, positively a uh, positive people who you know put in the work and all that matters are you know results and not complaining uh, just showing up and doing the work uh it's you know it it will change their life so the other things uh, you know from the coaching perspective is always safety first and doing as less as needed to have
0: good workout and good fun Mm. the importance of showing up man that's that's a really big point so i love simple
1: simple things are perfect so i was thinking about the crossfit this then about uh, like this was invented but by the guys who were already let's say bored about the regular training and they know about this that the simple things are the most effective effective things so mm-hmm. this is the the main point of uh, crossfit this, why this is you know so so good uh for the people you mm-hmm. know despite the uh, constantly violent movements and things like that
0: but this is just simple thing and yeah yeah it's a quote uh james hobart right like um do less better Exactly. No, like you gotta earn that and uh earn the volume piece. You've gotta be able to do things at a reasonably high standard, and then yes, you can earn the right to add maybe a second workout or a skill piece at the end or a finisher or something like that, right? Like um, I'm sure you've had it um in your gym as well, where you get some some everyday athletes coming in and be like, okay, what's next, coach? I want to be in here for an hour and a half, two hours, three hours. You're like, no, no, just just go really, really hard. We're gonna prime you. Make sure you're moving better. We've learned, learned a couple of things. Great, mm-hmm. and then let's go really hard. They're like, yeah, yeah. What's next? He's like, no, you shouldn't need anything next because you're gonna be so spent. You know, just do less better.
1: Exactly. Focus on one the most important thing today, and then come tomorrow.
0: And, and then one. yeah, hundred percent. It's like a fresh slate. Uh, fresh um, slate, right? Yeah. Exactly.
1: Mm
0: brother i got uh i got three questions okay let's go what uh what is the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received
1: Mm. Uh, don't think about the end of the road just focus on the next corner wow that's brilliant yeah this is uh One of the advices I got from my friend and I'm, you know, implementing this uh, to almost every project in my life. So you can, you know, put it on the competition, let's say. So I'm not focusing on this competition weekend, on the final standings after the weekend. I know I want to uh finish this good but the most important thing i'm focusing right now is what i need to do now today to you know have good training tomorrow and after that good training after that after tomorrow and i know you know that day by day uh, i will be uh, able to you know to prepare as good as i can so i am focusing on small bricks just day after Mm day to live my everyday uh, on the best way that will get me closer to my main goal
0: and not focusing only on, the, on this goal. Rome wasn't built in a day, right? But they were laying bricks every hour. Yep. Mm. Don't focus on the end of the road, focus on the next corner. That's brilliant. I'm going to steal that. Mm. I like that a lot. What's the worst piece of life advice you've ever received? The worst piece of advice
1: uh... Huh. I would need to think uh, more about this because I can't remember any. So I'm mostly surrounded by wise people and I got only good advices. Uh, but the, the one thing several years ago was uh, because uh, when I started CrossFit, I also work in the um, company in bank. Uh, so you know, it was cool work, cool job, just uh, in my desk, uh, doing some some things, making some calls. So it was a safe spot, let's say. And when I uh, started cross uh, find find out CrossFit, I decided to quit this job and start my own business. And a lot of people give was giving me advices that don't no, no, don't just don't do this because you know it's a business. You don't know how this will work for you. You have good job. It's safe, stay here. So I, so I got a lot of uh, advices like that. Just, 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 don't change this. Don't go, you know, the the other way, the, the own my own way. And so I'm happy that I didn't hurt them, and I did what I wanted to do. And I'm really happy about this right now. Oh, almost yeah. eight since I started my own business, and it's really
0: good it was a really good decision. That's awesome, man. I, I love hearing stuff like that. You know, people taking the leap, the plunge and be like, no, no, I'm going to, I'm going to pursue this thing because this is the thing that I want to do. And, you know, you're impacting people's lives. You know, you're helping, you're helping people become better people, you know, not just health and well being, you know, but better people in, in general, you know, and that's a, that's a pretty cool way to pay the bills. Yeah, of
1: course. And the, uh... And there is a guy in Poland who is running a really big company, and he is—he uh, has some motto, something like that. That uh, if you feel that you have everything under control, it means that you are stuck in one place. Mm. So you know you are not uh, uh, going fast enough into your dreams, goals, and things like that. So I'm like, I like this idea of thinking about the growing uh, as an, uh, maybe not as an athlete because in <laughs> working as an athlete, you need to have uh, you know some things under control, but uh, yeah. during the training, uh, you just can't stay in comfort zone, in your comfort zone because you won't change your body, you, you won't push you uh, to be better. and this is the same in, in life and in business. If you want to push yourself a little bit more, you will stack, or maybe you will grow, but uh, much slower than you actually can. Mm. So yeah, one of the cool advices and way of thinking about the growing. I like that a
0: lot. How many how many members have you got in your gym? Mm, around uh, twenty five. Um,
1: <laughs> how does it in English? Uh, Two hundred fifty. Wow. It's a lot. It's okay. It's a really cool group of people. Freaking uh, good,
0: uh, positive uh, people. Mm. Collection of people just trying to be better in in multiple different ways and, and push and pull each other to be able to do that. You know, they demand the best from you every single time. And the way I think about it is, you know, we're at the front of that whiteboard. You know, or the other or, or the TV screen, and they come in and they are giving their all to you. the like every single day, every single class, right? And yeah, the least we can do is give our all back. Yeah,
1: exactly. And our success is when they decide to, you know, drop in another day and another day another month. It means that we are doing a good
0: job. One hundred percent. All right, Chief, we've got one more question. What are the three words you would tell your younger self? Three words? Uh, you would tell your younger self?
1: I would tell my younger self. Oh, it's a really oh, tough question. Uh. Hmm. uh it would be... The first one would be... Uh, <laughs> this one with the road, <laughs> just don't think about the end. Mm-hmm. Just live your life and be happy about the process, not uh, the, the ending, you know, the end of the project. Just be, be happy about the, 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 the small steps every day. Just uh, the, this would be the first one. For the others, just uh, maybe not overthink, Mm. Things, just think a little bit less. Just uh, trust your, you know, um this word is missing. I'm really bad in
0: English. No uh, it's okay, man. <laughs> we'll try Polish next time. Okay, I'll so, learn some. I'll <laughs> learn some Polish. Okay, so cool. We can speak in Polish. It will be we'll do that a word. little bit,
1: a lot easier uh so yeah i would just uh, advise to my younger self that you should more uh take more action than thinking because uh, i was the guy who was really think a lot should i do this or that this is this a good idea or maybe not Uh, and right now what i learned is to just sometimes maybe this is stupid but i'm deciding to do something and after that i'm thinking "Mm, it was smart i don't know but at the end yep i'm happy about almost all decision i
0: took in my life so so yeah amazing bro thank you so much for your time and this is an honor and a privilege thank you also for this conversation it was really good Nice. Thank you, man. This is uh Jacques M., right?
1: right? Uh, sorry, what?
0: Is Jak uh thank
1: you in Polish? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you have really strange accent for Polish.
0: In Polish. You said, hey, genkuel. <laughs> genkuel. Well, I got genkuel. a strange accent in English anyway. So uh <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm I'm trying here, Bron. I'm trying. I just want uh, to no. say thank you, man. This is this is a real privilege, and uh good luck on the on June. We'll stay in touch. And we should do this again sometime. Thank you. It was really uh, nice talk. I'll come drop in and see your gym when I'm back in Europe. Of course. Feel free to drop in. Thank you, brother. All right. Speak soon.
1: Speak soon. Bye, everybody.